Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hi, this is Jordan Moreno, and this is The Valley Now, your weekly feel-good hour where we lift each other up with the stories of good people doing good things in your neighborhood. Every week, we'll be talking with community leaders who have a unique passion for our thriving city and those that make the Valley such a special place to live. Get ready to be inspired by the work they're doing, whether it's mentoring our youth, providing a platform for those without one, or just driving those worthy charitable causes. Listen in on the conversations and join us in raising our community. This is our time to shine, and this is The Valley Now. As a parent who is currently planning just how I'm going to keep the kiddos busy all summer, I totally get and can assure you that the planning happens absolutely year-round, especially for my guest today. I'm joined by Lori Berman, who's the president of the Board of Directors at Swift Youth Foundation. So good morning. Good morning. I'm extra excited because I was aware of your programs probably eight years ago. I was with Homeward Bound for a long time. So I've been aware of you guys for a while. Yes, we still work with Homeward Bound. They are definitely one of our partners. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Whitney's one of my best friends. It's they're good peeps. Great. That is awesome. (laughs) Well, I know that they're one of the big partners of yours, but I do kind of want to start from the beginning. Tell us about Swift and how it started because I love the story of how it all started. So do I. Um, So SWIFT began in 1980. Um, It was actually founded as a social action project from um, a group of teens um, through the Jewish Temple Youth Organization here in Phoenix, Arizona. There was a group of teens that went to the only Jewish summer camp up in Prescott, Arizona that I also went to. And um, they decided that they loved summer camp so much that they wanted to provide the same experience to kids who would not otherwise be able to afford it or attend sleepover camp. Um, If you've ever been to sleepaway camp, you know, it kind of gets in your blood. And um, once a camper, always a camper. (laughs) Uh, So they created Camp Swift, which is at that point in time was an annual four night, five day overnight camp experience. It happened once a year. Those of us that went to this summer camp would stay for an extra week. We were counselors at camp. I was not part of the founding group, but um, I came about three years, four years after them. And um, we would just stay an extra week for free as counselors Mm -hmm. and provide this experience to students. Fun. Okay. So now I have to hear your story. Tell me about your (laughs) camp experience. So um, my camp experience is that I have loved summer camp since I was a kid. 
like I said, I went to this summer camp and I got involved as a teenager. I was a counselor at, um, it originally started and was called Mitzvah Corps. Um, mitzvah is a good deed. So um, it's a way of giving back. We do mitzvot. And so because it was started at a Jewish summer camp, it started out as Mitzvah Corps. It then became Camp Swift. I got involved as a teenager. I was a counselor. It sort of gave me this trajectory towards being a social worker. Um, mm. I'm a social worker. And definitely my experiences with Swift and with the kids at camp, um, influenced that hugely in my life. And I know that I'm not the only one that Swift has influenced their future endeavors. Um, fast forward, I have two daughters. When my oldest came into high school, um, Kaylee Medansky, who at that point in time was the executive director, she came after Whitney. Um, she went to my daughter and said, you have to do Swift. And she turned to me and said, we could really use a social worker at camp. And who am I to turn down an opportunity to go back to camp? <laughs> Always a camper. <laughs> right? So my daughter engaged and I re-engaged as the social worker. And it was an equally as amazing experience, um, but a little bit extra special because I got to see my daughter in action. Mm -hmm. um, and that was really special. I was then asked to join the board of directors. Um, I was then voluntold that I was taking the position as secretary. <laughs> and um, now I'm very proud and honored to be the board president because the mission, the vision, what we do at SWIFT, it speaks to my heart. It gets to my core. Um, I am one of 200 plus volunteers, um, but it's for, for all of us, it's a very personal experience. Yes. And you're such a great example of a full circle story. You know, I'm sure, <laughs> sure that comes with it, but being able to, and so rooted in now your second generation, your daughters are invested in it. Yeah. Kind of explain what camp looks like. Oh, camp is heaven. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so what happens is um, we have partnerships throughout the year. Um, we have different schools that we and different organizations that we partnership. For example, Homeward Bound, like you mentioned. Um, we also partner with Title I schools in the PV School District. We're at the Balt School District, Wilson, and we just signed a contract to partner out in Chandler. Very cool. Um, so we provide after school programming. We're, we went from originally being just summer camp. And if you fast forward to now through several changes and expansions, we now provide year round programming. So we go into schools and organizations such as Homeward Bound um, and we provide after school programming, um, which is an hour of STEAM programming that happens at their location. So we bring the programming to them. That is an amazing way for us to connect and meet the kids. Mm -hmm. And then we invite those kids to apply for camp. So what camp looks like is one week at the beginning of the summer, one week at the end of the summer, we pick the kids up in buses. We bus them up to camp, same camp that I went to, same camp that I was doing <laughs> mitzvah core and camp swift at, um, same cabins and uh, mostly same facilities, although they've been updated. Yeah, I was going to um, ask, any renovations? Since <laughs> yes, <or>? renovations. <laughs> um, and we bust them up 
for an overnight camp experience. And what that looks like is um, they come up to camp, they get off the bus, lots of singing and dancing and programming that happens with a lot of introductions. We go in, we eat. Um, one of the things that we say is we give them all the food they can eat and all the love they can handle. Um, and so we take them canoeing. Um, a lot of these kids have never been canoeing. Some of them have never been to the lake or seen a lake, you know, in person. We teach them water safety when they're on the lake. Um, we take them hiking. We teach them sustainability. We talk about the trees and the plants and the animals and all of that kind of stuff. There's a swimming pool, a very big swimming pool with a really fun slide. Um, we teach them water safety. Um, we have various opportunities for sports. Um, we have a sports field where we do soccer, football, baseball. There's a basketball gym. Um, we have a gaga pit. We do some values-based programs, um, talking about building confidence, um, building self-esteem. Um, we do a lot of social skills teaching, um, a lot of, because kids are in cabins. Mm -hmm. So they've got anywhere from two to four counselors, those counselors are teens that we have trained and mentored. Um, and they're in a cabin, 10 kids, and anywhere from two to four counselors. Okay. So we do a lot of confidence building and social skills. And, you know, this one had, you know, get got in front of me, took my spot, blah, blah, blah. We go through the process of how to say that with kindness and teach them those skills. We do a lot of self-care skills, such as good hygiene, mm -hmm. um, taking care of our mental health, helping each other, um, because it's a bathhouse that has, you know, three or four bath stalls that has a curtain. We talk a lot about privacy and respect for each other. Um, mm -hmm. Everybody brushes their teeth at the same time at night. Um, so there's a lot of amazing things that happen. There's a ropes course up there that um, we get to do and they get to do a zip line and that helps to build relationships and confidence and things like that. Um, I'm going to just going to keep talking about camp because I can talk about camp all day long. <laughs> um, we have about 130 participants um, and about 150 staff members that come to camp. A lot of our staff members are support staff. They are college age and young adults that were counselors, um, some of them were campers. We really encourage our campers to continue through. Um, we are reinvigorating our middle school program. We mentor and train high school teens. We have a whole teen program that includes a teen board. It includes nine high schools that have SWIFT clubs as part of their curriculum at their schools. Cool. And um, we train them, we mentor them year round. They help us with fundraising. They help us with our year-round programming of after-school Swift Saturdays and Carnival. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, and we train them and mentor them so that they can then be the counselors. There's nothing more heartwarming than when these kids get off the bus and they see someone that they've been with in after-school programming or, or weekend programming. They get off the bus and go, Andrew's here and they go running to Andrew with a big high five and a big hug and you know you know can I be in your cabin and, da, 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 da. Mm. and these kids they just they love the teens there's such an important bond that happens between the teens and the campers where 
those campers want to be the counselors. They want to be the teens. They look up to them. Mm -hmm. It's, it's amazing and incredible. Yes. And what kind of stories have you heard from the teens through that experience? Because it has to be super impactful for them too. Incredibly, incredibly impactful. So a lot of our teens will use SWIFT as part of their um, college applications, mm-hmm. part of their life trajectory. Um, I can tell you from personal experience that my daughter wrote her essay to get into college. And the first line of her of her essay was, I never knew how blessed I was until I went to Camp Swift. Hmm. A lot of those kids are writing and talking about the experiences that they have and what they're learning. So we get kids that are from foster care. We get kids that are homeless. We get kids from various programs, um, Homeward Bound, Title I schools, Boys and Girls Club. Some of them have food instability, housing instability, Um, some of them don't, but a lot of them do. Some of them are from domestic violence situations or abusive situations. Um, the kids that are in foster care, um, who knows what their background is or what they're coming to us with. So that's a big piece of our training is learning about what those, um, signs and symptoms could look like for these kids. We talk a lot about supporting mental health, um, and giving them, the best opportunities that they have at camp to have a good time. Mm -hmm. We always say fun is just the start because everything we start with starts with the fun. Yeah. The learning comes in a lot of ways organically through the fun, but the fun is where we start. So they get off the bus at camp to, you know, the counselors and support staff making a bridge cheering. They run through that bridge. We go to singing and dancing. That is the first, you know, introduction that they have to us is singing, dancing, and having a good time. The Kepi store is so interesting to me. And I think it's such a wonderful program. How did that get started and and explain what it is? I will. So Kepi's happens to be my favorite part of camp. Um, And it got started when um, it was realized that the kids, a lot of kids come to camp without the things that they need to be at camp. Mm -hmm. So they might show up with a plastic bag that has one change of clothes um, and they might have a pillow or blanket with them for a four night, five day stay at camp. What we do is we collect new and gently used donations throughout the year, clothing, shoes, um, hygiene items. Um, We are starting this year with um, sleep bundles which um, is a set of twin sheets because we have bunk beds and all of the beds are twins. So it's a set of twin sheets, a blanket, a pillow, of course, with the new pillowcase um, and a stuffed animal. And my dream, this is my dream, that every kid walks into a cabin and all of the beds are made with brand new sheets and blankets and pillows and stuffed animals. They pick their bed And they get to take everything home with them. Some of them don't come to camp with a pillow because maybe they share a bed or bedding with siblings. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes the parent will say, we don't want you to take the pillow because we don't want it to get lost. It's the only pillow you have. Um, We, on the first day, set up in our gymnasium a store and it's called Kepi's. Kepi's is a Yiddish word for hat or head. 
Okay. And we set up kepis and we've got shoes, clothing, pajamas, bathing suits, um, socks and underwear is something that we like to get new socks and underwear, mm-hmm. um, hats. Um, we love to get donations in of, you know, a dozen matching shirts so they can all match, um, hoodies, you know, all of the things that are popular for kids these days is what we try to collect along with the bedding. And they come into Kepi's. Um, one of the other things that we really are in need of is duffel bags. Um, mm-hmm. They come in, they pick a duffel bag. Sometimes we'll get donations of backpacks. We love that. They can grab whatever bags they want. They walk into Kepi's, which is a big store, and they get to shop for free. Um, one of my favorite stories is I was helping the counselors go around. We help the kids choose. Um, their items. We make sure we have a list of what they need. So we make sure that if Susie doesn't have a jacket or sweatshirt, we make sure that she gets a couple sweatshirts and a jacket. Um, You know, somebody else might need a pair of shoes. If we don't have it in Kepi's, we go out and buy it and bring it back for them and they will have it that night, whatever they need. That's awesome. Um, We also do, you know, towels. They get a pool. I can talk. They get a towel for the swimming pool and they get a towel for showering. And they everything they take, they take home. Everything. They can pick items for family members, brothers and sisters, um, parents. If they see something and they say, oh, my little sister would love that. The response is great. Take it. Yeah, take it back. Um, Put it in your duffel bag. Exactly. So there was a girl that was shopping at Kepi's and I could tell she was a little bit confused. And I went over to her and I said, you know, introduce myself. How are you? What's going on? And I said, you look a little confused. And she looked at me and she said, well, I'm trying to decide, should I take the blue sweatshirt or should I take the red sweatshirt? And I looked at her and I said, you can take them both. And her jaw dropped and her eyes got huge. And it took her a second. And she looked at me and she said, wait a minute, I can have two? And I said, absolutely. And let's go see what else we can find for you. Sometimes like that to me was so impactful because in my life, if I go to the store and I like the blue sweatshirt and the red sweatshirt, I buy it. Not everybody has that ability or that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So like you said, the socks and underwear, we, we experienced that a lot when I was at Homeward Bound of the request was for fresh socks and underwear and something that you or I might not think of uh, as being something that is unattainable or something that you couldn't just have if you needed. And it truly is. It's a necessity. Undershirts, Absolutely. you know, just basic shorts, the things that kids are wearing. And I have a five-year-old and they blow through those things. Oh, Yeah. Yes. And we find that bathing suits are another big one. Um, If kids don't live somewhere that has a pool, a lot of times they won't own a bathing suit. Sometimes they will bring a sibling's bathing suit that's too small or too big. Mm -hmm. And if we notice that at the swimming pool, we will go out and buy them. What's your favorite color? What do you like? Blah, blah, blah. And we will go buy something for them for them to take home. Um, I also find that Kepi's has a huge impact on our teens. Um, a lot of them will walk out of Kepi's with tears in their eyes based on what the kids have said. We also collect water bottles. 
Um, my dishwasher at home gets quite the workout, washing water bottles. <laughs> um, <laughs> Summer workout. Yep. And, you know, a lot of these kids, they don't have necessarily backpacks or new backpacks, water bottles. So some of our community partners will sometimes give us backpacks and sometimes it's loaded with school supplies. Um, last year we had um, Axway is one of our community partners and they donated 40 backpacks that had pencils, crayons, markers, notebooks, paper, scissors, all that kind of stuff in it. And so kids got to pick backpacks if they needed a backpack. Um, and then once they have what they need, the fun starts. Mm -hmm. And it's programming all day long. They wake up in the morning. They have a nice big breakfast. Um, they go back. They clean their cabin. They learn how to make a bed. They learn how to use a broom if they haven't. Um, <laughs> important. It's important. Yes, very they, important. Probably, probably some of their first exposure to that. Absolutely. Um, and we encourage them to help each other and mentor each other. If one kid knows how to make a bed and the other one doesn't, hey, can you guys help each other? Mm -hmm. um, a lot of teamwork stuff happens. And then the fun begins. There is a schedule. Each cabin has a different schedule. Um, everyone gets to experience the different things that we have at camp. And there's a big lunch that happens with a lot of singing and dancing. Our favorite lunch meal happens to be grilled cheese and tomato soup. That is a big video about day. that. And I wanted to ask you, what's the grilled cheese thing? Oh, grilled cheese and tomato soup at camp. If you look on our Instagram, you will see <laughs> the party that happens. Grilled cheese and tomato soup is just a favorite meal. Who doesn't love grilled cheese and tomato soup, right? That's all. Um, it's raining here. It's a great grilled cheese and tomato soup day, Jordan. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, now totally. I'm going to have to get one. See, see, um, we have some of our counselors that dress up as the grilled cheese and the tomato soup. The cabins get together, we do face paint, they paint their bodies and it becomes a big thing. What do you like more, grilled cheese or tomato soup? Yeah, and they pick a team. They pick a team <laughs> and <laughs> we go with it. And of course, you know, nothing is complete without human hands, arm bridge. They come into our lodge, which is our cafeteria eating area with singing and cheering and chanting, which carries through the whole meal. It is, that is not a quiet meal. Um, we do have a quiet space outside for kids and counselors who that's a little bit overwhelming. We get that. We do have a quieter meal space <laughs> if, if that is desired. Um, lots of singing, lots of dancing. Um, once the meal is over, we always count how many grilled cheese sandwiches we have consumed. That is extremely important. What's the uh, number? What's the highest you've seen? Um, we consume around 500 grilled cheese sandwiches. Wow. In one meal. In one meal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> grilled, okay. cheese, grilled cheese, grilled cheese. Okay. Uh, sometimes more. Um, <laughs> and then it is a dance party. And we are... Maybe, maybe not standing on tables and dancing. Um, we may or may not be pounding the tops of the tables. Um, and it is an amazing um, experience to, to to be there in the middle of grilled cheese and tomato soup lunch. Yes. Um, it's, we love it. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm extra fascinated in the camp experience because I do have to admit that I was not a camp person. Oh, and you're missing I, out. 
my husband totally shames me. Uh, he took me to, he used to like work at the YMCA and he was Mr. Camp and every summer. And like, those are some of his most fond memories. And so I love it. Past summer, we went to a family camp, took the kids, did the, in the cabin okay. thing. And um, I lasted two days. <laughs> so it's extra fascinating to me. This is the last question that I have about camp and then we will okay. move on. I promise. But what it's does okay, it take? Okay to run a summer camp because you're planning this programming. It has to be oh, your way. Yes. I am currently planning camp. Um, and because it's two sessions every summer, it's double programming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, you know, it's a lot. It's everything from planning applications for the kids and the staff to the buses. We do have a food partner, um, Acme, helps us with an in-kind donation for our food up at camp. Which um, at 500 grilled cheeses in one meal, they're pumping out some serious yes. food. Yes. We get a lot of community donations. Um, we do have an Amazon wish list that helps us to get our paint and our supplies and things like that. But yes, and it gets very detailed down to the programming and what's needed for each programming because there's supplies for each program. If we're going to play basketball... I need to have basketballs, but I also need to make sure that they're pumped up and full and that I have vests to delineate the two different teams mm-hmm. and that I have a staff member that can lead a basketball game. If um, We do tie-dye every summer because who doesn't I love tie-dye. To do tie-dye? Yes, right? Love tie-dye. So we have to make sure that we have white shirts, rubber bands, the tie-dye, that I have instructions for the people who are going to run tie-dye. We do cooking and we always um, – last summer we did um, – parfaits with yogurt and fruit and granola. We talked about how important it is to fuel your body with healthy calories. And we had have discussions like that. And then they build their own parfait. Well, I have to figure out how to get fresh fruit to camp. And we need to have knives and plates so the kids can cut their own fruit, plastic Mm -hmm. knives, Um, (laughs) you know, all of those kinds of things. So we plan, we start planning next summer's camp a week after camp ends. Oh my gosh. So, and all of this is volunteer driven. Yes. So we have two full two full-time staff members right now. Um, and everyone else in our organization is volunteer. We have 200 active volunteers. We do have others um that do things um sporadically, but we have 200 active volunteers and 75 very active volunteers. And by that, those are people that give three, four, five, or more times a month. So I spend daily time doing Swift. Yeah. So you're uh, an active. I am an, a president. Very, I'm, <laughs> yes. I'm a very active board president. Um, we have had some changeover in our administration. Um, I'm a little more active than what a board president would normally need to be. But part of that is because my heart and soul is in the organization. Mm -hmm. Um, And as we are in a huge growth spurt right now, and the more we grow, the less I will have to be as hands-on and can get more involved in the upper level types of things. Mm -hmm. What does the future hold for you guys? Oh, our future is very, very bright. So my favorite tagline is that We honor our history. We talk a lot about our history, but we are igniting our future like you would not believe. We've got community partnerships that are in the pipeline that are coming up. We've got um, 
we need to move. We've outgrown our space. Um, our programming that we do is not at our office. Mm -hmm. um, it is out in the community. We would like a space that's more centrally located where we can do some of our programming. I would love nothing more than to have a Kepi's closet that is um, up and running all year so that, for example, at Homeward Bound, if a family moves in and they need something, they can come shop for free at the Kepi's closet. Mm -hmm. um, we are in the process of hiring two part-time people to help us with our programming. We are expanding our after-school programs. Um, we do a Swift Saturday once a month where we um, host anywhere from 50 to 75 of our participants and our teens um, put on programming. They're with us for two hours. We have lunch and we do programming. Um, and then we also have our special events um, that are coming up. We've got um, our gala on February 10th at the Clayton House. Um, we do have some sponsorships available and a few seats left if people are interested in joining us. Um, it is a big fundraiser. Our goal is to fund both sessions of camp for this summer in one night. Wow. So what is that dollar amount? That dollar amount is $50,000. It costs us $50,000 okay. per session of camp. So $100,000. Um, I am extremely encouraged and positive that we're going to fill that. Oh, yeah. We're going to fill that. And I will tell you, like, you know, we have some big donors. We also have small donors. If someone gives us $20, that funds friendship bracelet string for one cabin. That's true. There's you so know? many supplies. I just, I can't <laughs> yeah. wrap my head around all the supplies. I mean, $60 gets a bedding bundle for a kid. Mm -hmm. So, you know, and yes, $50,000 donation, always welcome to fund camp. Knock um, it all out in one donation. That's right. That's right. Um, our annual carnival is on February 24th. And I would love for you to come and see camp in or see Swift in action. Yes. Um, it's a huge carnival that happens. And it's an introductory um, program for kids that will be eligible to come to camp. So camp is third through sixth graders. Carnival is first through third graders. So okay. come experience a day of fun. Yeah. Um, we feed them a barbecue lunch, hot dogs and hamburgers. Um, and then the fun begins. And it is what it sounds like. It's a big carnival. Um, and then, of course, camp is coming soon, um, which we're excited about. Mm -hmm. So how can someone get involved? What's the best place to go to just kind of, because there's so many opportunities. So many, yeah. Kind of a little bit of everything for everyone. So where's the best place to start? So the best place to start is on our website, swiftyouth.org. Um, we are located in central Phoenix, Scottsdale area. Um, if people are interested in donating, one of the things that I really like to talk about is the qualified charitable tax credit. Mm -hmm. So here in Arizona, we have the tax credits um, and there are different categories. We are not part of the foster care one. We are not part of the public school one. We are part of the QCO, the Qualified Charitable Organizational Tax Credit. So couples that are filing together can give up to $841. Singles can donate up to $421 per year to SWIFT. Now, let me put that into SWIFT language for you. $800 funds one kid coming to camp for a session. Love that. Okay. So 
if we can get a couple or two singles to give us their tax credit, we can add one more person to camp. It's amazing. How it works is you pay us the amount of money, you get a receipt from us, you turn it in with your taxes, and it is a dollar for dollar tax credit. It's Um, wild to me how many people don't know about it too and don't take advantage of it. Right, right. I mean, seriously, that is the best thing that people can do for us. And it costs you nothing, essentially. If you file taxes in Arizona, it costs you nothing. We benefit hugely. Mm -hmm. Um, We are always looking for partnerships, community partnerships. We are always looking for organizations that have grants that we can apply for. Um, And of course, we are always looking for participants. We are always looking for organizations to partner with to get more kids involved and volunteers. So um, our website is a great way to learn about us. Um, You can contact us. Our phone number is there, 480-443-5645. We have an email, info at swiftyouth.org. Either myself or our current interim executive director, Melissa, answers the phone. Um, If you leave a message, yes, we will call you back. Love Um, it. We love that person-to-person contact. Mm -hmm. um, And we love new partnerships. We love new volunteers. We also do a um, uh, uh, visitor's day. We do a visitor's day at both sessions of camp. So if people are interested in coming up and checking out camp, Jordan, and (laughs) seeing what we do, Jordan... I think I'm going to have to. Um, we invite you to come to camp. Um, it's usually during grilled cheese and tomato soup day. And you get <laughs> to experience that. But you get to spend a few hours at camp, experience some of what we do, see the environment, see the trees. Um, there's something so healing about being in nature. Yes. Um, and there I is something. There is, there is a magical. There is a magical thing about Camp Swift and being in that environment with our volunteers and those kids. There is something magical that gets into your heart and it sticks there. Yeah. Well, you've sold me. Fine. I'll come through. Maybe yes. I'll start with the gala. And then after that, then love I'll it. Camp. But I love it. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. Your passion is it shines through. It's super contagious. I've really enjoyed my time with you. Thank you. All right. I want to give a very special thank you to my guests today. And I want to thank you for being a part of the program and making our community an amazing place, not just to live and to work, but most importantly, to play. You can hear The Valley now on the radio with audio on demand on radio station websites and the Odyssey app. My name is Jordan Moreno. Shine your light, share your love, and join us again next week right here on The Valley Now. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.